Hello everyone, it's the Mandara Brothers. It seems like that's the name that people have given us now. We should <laughs> yeah. trademark that, shouldn't we? <laughs> I, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we're here to talk about the Streets of Islam Augmented Reality Exhibition that we did a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was from the 8th of May to the 18th of May 2021. So we're going to talk about what inspires us, a little background about ourselves, and the most asked question, what is next after this exhibition? So where, where do you think we should begin, Shalom? Yeah, I think first we should talk a little bit about ourselves mm -hmm. and I'd like to start. Okay. So my name is Shalua Mandara. I'm a creative technologist, yeah. primarily focused on digital design, brand design, art direction, and augmented reality. Mm. You call yourself a creative technologist. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. What? Yeah. Um, so by definition, yeah. a creative technologist is a technology-focused professional who understands the creative process. And as you know, mm. I studied software engineering. Yes. But, you know, going through, like, I've, I've always wanted to, like, create apps and games. So, being a software engineer, yeah, I've come to realize that I needed to add more stuff mm -hmm. to, to be able to make it. Like, a software doesn't just work well. It has to be branded well. It has to look good. You have to, like, you know, add some creative elements to yeah. it. And yeah. that's when I found myself dabbling into the creative industry. Mm. I, I, I did photography. I've done graphic design, yeah. a, a video. And I feel like they've all kind of helped shape me become a better creative. Mm. And so, I've always tried to find a way to join the two together instead of telling people like i'm a you know i'm a creative like i'm an art director but, but at the do, same time yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i also do like yeah software like i can i can code i yeah. can make apps uh -huh. so i've always tried to find out like how do i explain this in one word and you know as always like re through research and all that yeah came, i came through the title creative technologies which i feel resonated the most with what i do and yeah it represents me as to who you are as to stuff. who i am and what i do and you know what's interesting when you say creative technologist people be like what is that then it gives you the, the chance to yeah. even talk about it it gives me a chance to explain you know what i have not put thought into my title <laughs> so when someone asks me who are you so my name is ngaira mandara i am an artist so that's where i usually begin but ngaira mandara's you know the the artist began since primary school I remember we had the art classes, I think, as Hakima. You oh, remember yeah. this? Every morning. Every single morning we had art classes. So our teacher would sit us down, tell us a story, and then she would give us a paper and paint. And she would tell us to paint something from the story that really touched us. I remember it was teacher Sarah who did this. So I, I think we've always had that creative element. Oh, yeah. It began way back. So that's, I feel like that is when Ngaira the artist was born because that's when I fell in love with art. And I really enjoyed, I think it was my favorite session in school. Whenever I went to school and we had art that day, that was my favorite. The rest, mathematics and so on, was really boring to me. So that's where really my foundation and my love for art started. And okay. since then, I have never stopped drawing. I remember I used to draw literally on anything I could find. I would draw at the back of my exercise book. I would draw on the wall. I would draw on my hand anything oh and i remember when i when i broke my arm and i had the cast the ca you were the yes. one who decorated it we I, wanted it to look like that game the morpheus is it from metroid prime yes, or something yes, yes. <laughs> my goodness you remember that <laughs> yeah. that's really cool so that's really how i fell in love with art and i just kept going with it until right now so 2017 was when i decided that i want to be a full-time artist that's the career i want to choose okay and contrary to my career i actually studied business i know i was about to say you didn't really study art yes <laughs> so i studied business and finance which in a way really helped me in building my art career because okay. I, i've always had that passion in the creativity and the art okay. but i think i needed the foundation in business to figure out how to build myself as a brand as an artist how to work with different uh, companies and corporates and individuals how do i save etc etc okay. so studying business and finance really helped me in building myself to have the balance of the two the art and the business so 2017 is when i really went into a full-time artist and my job my first job was to figure out what 
are the things I enjoy to draw. So b- before you get to that, so you said yeah. uh, 2017 is when you decided to do art full time. Yes. How was, did you just wake up one day and do that? Or was it like, uh, what made you stop business? Because, you know, I, I know like you can get like a lot of jobs from that. And yeah. as you know, being a full-time artist especially like i can speak from my experience yeah and like knowing the industry here i know it's kind of hard you know making a living yeah. with just art so that's i know that that's like a big risk decision so how did you just come through that because yeah yeah that's true and uh i can say when i finished studying university one thing i knew is that i didn't really i, I wanted to do something on my own so business was the most straightforward thing. And I remember before I even went into art, I did a couple of businesses. I went into agriculture. I was marketing and distributing dairy products. I went into the online grocery business, etc. So that really exposed me into the business world in Dar es Salaam. Um, Even when I was doing the online grocery, I remember I used to go to Kariako every single morning. I think it was around 5.30 or 5 a.m. I was there early in the morning seeing how the... Uh, packages and products from different regions of Tanzania came in and people dropping off, different hotels picking up, like that whole hustle and bustle of the 5 a.m., 6 a.m. morning, in Shimoni, they call it, in Kariako. <laughs> That's where it all began. And I, I've, I experienced that and I saw that and I paid attention to it. So something I've always done, like I said, since primary school was draw. It's something I never stopped doing. Even when I was doing the businesses, whenever I got free time, I would sit down and draw literally anything. Okay. And the things that would inspire me to draw are my surroundings. So let's say if I go to Kariako and then I see something, maybe someone carrying a, a load on the back, I'll be like, hey, that's, that's a cool concept to draw. Then I'll draw it when I'm settled back at home. And that, that's always been my inspiration. So when I was in the journey and the search to figure out what I want to do in my life, because I was still searching, I tried doing all these different businesses, but it got to a point where it just felt like it wasn't something, it wasn't my passion. Okay. And the ironic thing is, as I was trying to figure out what I want to do, I was drawing, literally. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like it was under my nose. <laughs> it was like right there. It was right there. And I remember this one time I went to Moshi. It was my young sister's graduation, and we stayed an extra couple of days. Or was it just me? (laughs) I don't remember very well. But staying in Moshi, trying to figure out like that journey of what's next, I was drawing the whole time, just drawing. So what what am I going to do? And I posted, decided to start posting my art. Okay. It's not like I I woke up that day and say, hey, yes, art will be my full time. I just started posting at that time. And people saw, and they were shocked that I knew how to draw. So I continued posting. It just became a natural progression. It's almost like I found myself posting more art and slowly started getting orders. People wanting me to do portraits of them. Like, oh, there's a business here. I think when I got that first order, it's when I got the aha. There's a business opportunity here as well. And I can literally take my talent and the passion, the thing I've always been doing, and figure out a way to make it into a business. So that's where... I don't remember the exact date, but it was around 2017. It's when I got that realization. Yeah. So since then, my journey was to figure out how to make it into a legitimate business that can earn me a living and help me pay for a home, feed me. And if I want to do more investments, that was my journey. That was your journey. That was my journey. And since then, uh, I've been focusing mostly on illustration and animation, which is the medium I use to tell the stories and do the art and doing my business. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, I think the way you explained it is perfect. Cause even on my side, when I was like, I studied software trying to build apps. Mm. Yeah. What I found that I love doing the most was, was actually creating. And that's why like I've doubled through all these creative industries. And the one thing that I can say stood out of all what made me like doing all those stuff was because i loved creating so creating an image creating a video creating like a software i i love creating like taking something i don't want to take it apart i want to know how does this work how do i create something out of different things i remember this i remember a time you you were the person we went to (laughs) because you enjoyed figuring out let's say if there's this game, how do we figure out how to change the setting in a certain way? You would yeah. really enjoy that process of like figuring out, going yeah. on the internet and 
trying out these things and yeah. i remember you've been doing this for years now even uh you know my nephew kai yes <laughs> he, he used to say that the uncle who knows everything <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah so 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 yeah i feel like through my journey and uh my love for creating yeah. it's what made me go through all these fields and these creative fields and yeah. helped me get to where i am right now yeah that's that's really interesting yeah so i think uh before we actually get into the exhibition itself mm-hmm. i think you should talk a little bit about the streets of dar Islam. so I, I i know like you said you, you now transition into an artist yeah so how did this streets of dar Islam start what what actually inspired you to start this series itself okay that's an interesting question um what i can say from that is when i got into art and i was trying to figure out how to make a living from art. Okay. The one thing I saw is that, oh, other artists hold exhibitions. They do exhibitions. They sell their original pieces. And that's one way. I remember I was walking home one day. That time we were staying at uh, Makumbusho area. Yeah. So I was walking home and then I saw the Mishkaki. So wait, wait a minute. Uh, I, I think for the people listening, not everyone would understand the mshkaki. Like, so uh, try 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 to explain what that actually is. Okay, so mshkaki translates to skewer, mm-hmm. and basically what it means is that in in the motorcycle, when you have four people sitting on one motorcycle, it actually looks like skewers uh, of meat. Yeah. So that's hence the name Mshkaki. So Mshkaki is a Swahili translation of skewers. Like a, like a slang. It's a slang, exactly. Yeah. So that's really where the phrase comes from. Okay. And, and I saw that and I was like, hey, this is something iconic that people would know. So I drew that. Yeah. And I remember another evening, uh, I was at Makumbusha bus station. It was around the evening and the bus came in and people were fighting to get on the bus. I'm like, hey, this is another thing. This is something else that is kind of recognizable yeah. and relatable. Yeah. So I drew that as well. And I remember the thing I did is I posted the two images, mm-hmm. the Mshkaki and the, the Dala Dala. And then I asked, this was on Twitter. Actually, it was through different uh, platforms. Yeah. I asked my followers like, hey, I'll be doing a series of the experiences in Dar es Salaam, people I've met, etc. Is there something that you would like to see drawn? So people gave different ideas and things that they have experienced and and I th- the series came to life. So I started drawing all these different experiences and my experiences as well. And it became a series. Okay. And when I saw the series, I'm like, wow, this is something that I can do. Like I can do so much with this. Yeah. And the first thing that came to mind was an exhibition. Yeah. I, I, I think you had mentioned this. You're like, I can actually do an exhibition based on this series. Oh, yes. That's for sure. Once the series came to life, the streets of Islam, I was like, "Hey, I can do an exhibition," but there was much more I could do with that series. Okay. And the first thing I thought of was, "Hey, maybe I could make T-shirts out of this." So during that time, I was posting the uh, streets of Islam, different illustrations. It, it grabbed a lot of attention of people. People started sharing and resharing, and a number of people reached out to me. With literally the same ideas, like, hey, why don't we collaborate and do a series of t-shirts together? I've met with a couple of people, and there's one person I met that we just clicked from the first meeting. We understood the vision, the work that needs to be put, and it was an immediate agreement right then and there when we first met. And that person is Ali Remtula. So I met with Ali Remtula. We agreed on on the vision that we have, and we're like, hey, let's make t-shirts out of this. We made the first batch to see how people would respond from it. And the response was really good. And we just kept making more t-shirts and more merchandise. Those t-shirts were hit. I remember I myself was like, yo, I need to buy one of those. Exactly, yep. Yeah. And it's interesting that whenever someone wears the t-shirt and you see it, they're like, yes, I know what this is. This is the Boda Boda. This is the Mshkaki. (laughs) This is really cool. So where can I get this t-shirt? Like, okay. Yeah, that yeah, and uh, that that's actually really true. And I, I remember I was once uh, I was once out and I met someone, and I was actually wearing one of the t-shirts, and yeah. someone else was wearing the t-shirt. Yeah. So you know, uh, the first thing the person came to me, they're like, "Yo, you have this too?" Like, "Yeah, man, we're we're representing our city." They're like, "Hey, you know, yes. we should support local." And I was like, I didn't tell him that I know the person who did this, but yeah, it, I was just happy. I was like, finding people you don't even know, random people wearing the t-shirts, and you, yes. uh, it, it's really great seeing that so 
are these t-shirts you know still available where do we get them if someone wants them oh yes the t-shirts are available um since i partnered with ali Tula, all the products are available in his shop it's located along chole road in masaki we have an instagram page called the streets of dar salaam you can actually check out our page, see all the products that we have available. There are some contacts on the page. We've also managed to sell our products through other shops as well. There's a shop here at uh, Make It Matter. We also sell at Sleepway and more shops that we are reaching out to. And we also sell international now, actually, through uh, partnering with Bijou Trendy. She has a website where people can order and we deliver internationally. So they're available in a number of places, but if someone wants to know where they can start, they can start on our Instagram page and that's where we can help you and give all this information and it's available here and here and here and here. So we, we are really taking the brand and expanding it to different places to make it more available. So yeah, so so the series grew into a merchandise business, which I believe is doing really well. Oh yes, it's been two years since we started uh, the business and oh, we're wow. still doing it until to this day. And we are hoping to co- continue to expand, have more diverse range of products, etc., etc. I guess that's that is the business sense in me that I studied that really helped in making this partnership work well, and it's managed to help in also giving, providing a living for me and the team. And yeah, and yeah, I myself buy the products, of course. And uh, it's like having a piece of the city with you you know it's like yes. you're proud you you own something that represents where you're from where you live i really enjoy like personally i really enjoy wearing it and proudly yep. oh, wear yeah. it all the time i'm actually wearing one right now myself <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. i see the ascari monument t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and you know that the thing that makes me the proudest is that when i when i got into the the business the first batch of t-shirts all my family and friends got a t-shirt you were literally the first supporter in my business and i was really happy when you know these things were happening and you paid full price you didn't even ask for a family discount which nah, is something I, people <laughs> usually ask for yeah yeah so when, when someone comes to me and say hey family discount or like my family pays full price i can proudly <laughs> say you know yeah i i always believe we're all struggling and yeah we're all trying to get somewhere and i believe we should all like support, support each other each fully other. and it's how it's how we'll all grow yeah. as individuals so how so now you did the merchandise and also how did it transition to the exhibition you said it's something you've always thought of doing so why didn't you do that first so why i did not do that first is because as much as i wanted an exhibition i wanted to do it in a way that it has an extra oomph to it something unique a unique experience because at the end of the day i didn't want people to just go to the exhibition and look at the artworks you can do that on my instagram page and so on i wanted people to come and look at the artwork and have an extra experience to it that's why i didn't do it so i was in that search to figure out what is this extra umph and this extra experience that i can get and use to the exhibition that i want to do and as you know um whenever any of us are thinking or trying to figure out something we come to each other yeah all those annoying questions you know like mm-hmm. that annoying client of course you know that that little thing you're stuck off of course like you need a little help here or there yep so yeah. naturally i came to you to have this talk and luckily for the both of us we we are people who do a lot of research since childhood we've always loved experiencing the different technologies you, yeah like we've, you, we've all experienced a lot of stuff we've experienced together like playing yeah. games watching ani- anime yes cartoons yeah Think it kind of builds this collaboration thing between us. Like you kind of, we, we understand each other's process because yeah. we're all exposed kind of to the same things. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah. So I think that really has shaped us and shaped this bond that we have together. Oh, for sure. And yeah. So I remember when you came to me about uh, trying to make this exhibition different. Yeah. And it was at this time, you know, we, we were always up to the world is like reading what's happening in the world you know never missing these developer events so yeah. these like uh game events and stuff yeah. and uh a specific technology that stood out to us was augmented reality yes so as you said uh, the streets of there some series itself is based off the experiences and the stories that 
uh, happen within the city. Yeah. So that was the first aspect I think we we're all looking at. Okay, yeah. the story yeah. and the experience, mm. and how can we make that like more? Yes. How can we like make that extra? Like, what spark can we get from that? Give it even more of an experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Than just you know looking at a picture. Yeah. And you know, as you know, you're a storyteller, and you know that everything is probably run by stories. Yes. It's stories that make us feel. Yes. And uh, as you know, like there are many types of stories movies, mm. uh, series, animation, animation, <laughs> yeah. novels, which are actual stories themselves, yep. uh, music. So, all of these are uh, different types of stories. And Art, actually, art too is a part of story. How can you forget that? <laughs> <laughs> I know my mind was kind of drifting off. Yeah. So uh, art is also a type of uh, storytelling itself. Yeah. So what makes the others stand out, like movies, stories, and all? They mm. they have this added factor called time. Yeah. You know, watching a movie, listening to music, it's that time factor that takes you through the story. Of course. And in art. Um, this time factor, you know, hasn't really been there. Art is like a frozen frame, you know, it's yes. like you're watching a movie and it's paused. So you're like, yes. you kind of have to use your imagination because yeah. you're like, okay, what happened before? What's happening now? Yeah. And usually it's either you need the artist to explain that to you or you kind of either need an artist or... Or you leave you, it to your imagination, oh yeah, you, know? you You leave it to your imagination, which there is a beauty in that. Yes. But technology has enabled us to add the time factor to the art yeah. so now the art is able to tell its own story yes and that technology is called augmented reality mm. so augmented reality you are adding di digital objects or experiences to the real world mm -hmm. the world augmented itself mm. means more so you the reality that you see becomes more. So it's like and more reality. Yeah. So reality <laughs> is more. Yeah. And you can experience this using like a phone or yeah. like a tablet. Yeah. So once we realize like, okay, storytelling and, you know, augment, augmented reality enables art to tell its own story. So we're like, you know, the streets of Dar es Salaam is about the experiences mm -hmm. that occur within Dar es Salaam. Mm -hmm. So why don't we bring that experience back and make people relive that experience. Yes. So and so we had that aha moment. Yes. So we're like, okay, so someone's going to come to the exhibition mm -hmm. and not just look at the pictures. Mm -hmm. Of course, the pictures will spark the memories. Yeah. But now we're like, what if we can make them experience those memories again? Yes. And that is how we started the journey of seeing like how do we make this work and a journey it was that <laughs> yeah. was a quite the journey yeah the first i remember the the first part we saw it so we we're like okay so how do we make this work what are we actually gonna do with augmented reality mm -hmm. do we put them in the streets first I had to learn the technology of course with my background in software it was a bit easy to understand the technology but yeah. what i realized Understanding and applying it is two different things. <laughs> of, course. of course. So this was like 2019. Yeah. And yeah, I had to, had to like started learning how the technology works, how to apply it. And a lot of research went in and learning how this works. How do we, how do we apply it? And what mediums are there? Yeah. And I remember that from 2019 is we looked at the different platforms and ways we could do it. Some platforms we even had to pay, so we we put in our money. We oh, try. You remember yeah. that, don't yeah. you? <laughs> I remember we, we paid for something, and we couldn't make it work. So it was like money gone. Money gone. I'm telling you. I, I, you even tried to go into the forums to figure out, but then you tried the solutions, but they didn't work. But it's part of the learning process, and it's something that we've always been doing. We take risks. Not all the things we put our time and investment in will work, but you learn from it. Yeah, and and yeah, so so, of course, uh, I remember particularly it was around last year that uh, twenty 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 yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> and we all know what happened that year. <laughs> we kind of there was a period where everyone was just at home, you know. Oh, we had all the time. <laughs> we had all the time to go deep into this, mm -hmm. and 
You know, uh, the social media platforms, Facebook and Snapchat, had just released these filters. Yeah. And, well, we all know them as filters, but they're a form of augmented reality. Oh, yeah. And at first, like, we've all tried that dog ear filter, the one that you put your tongue out and, like, you know, <laughs> really the, 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 the famous flower crown. Oh, yes. Uh, like, yes. That, that's, like, these became so popular. And it's it's a form of augmented reality in itself. Yeah. And it was, I think, 2000, end of 2019, or I think early 2020. Early, that, early 2020, that's yeah. The, the, these Facebook and Snapchat actually released an open platform for other creators to create these different filters and experiences. Is this the Spark AR? Yeah. So Spark AI is made by Facebook. Yeah. And Snapchat has its own as well. Yeah. So we started going looking into it because uh, one of the factors that we wanted, uh, we were looking at based, we didn't want people to come to the exhibition and we have to make them download a new app because we all know yeah. like everyone's saving space on their phone. Of so. course. And that was a key thing that we thought of. Uh, yeah. We didn't want to get people to download a new app. So yeah. it's we needed uh, to use a platform that they most likely will already have in their phones. Yeah, something that they already have, something that they can easily share with their friends. Yes. And something that, you know, eliminates the learning factor. Like you don't have to go deep into teaching a person to learn something new. So they kind of already have an idea on yes. how to use it. Yes. And that's why uh, the platform we chose was the Facebook Spark AI, which you just mentioned. So yeah. that's their platform that, uh, so Spark AI itself is a is a software that enables you to create the AR experiences which you publish to the Facebook platform. So you can publish your effect or filter yeah. into a Instagram and Facebook itself. Okay, so about that, because uh, I do have uh, maybe two questions from it. One, okay. is it free? And two, does that mean that anyone can go in and create their own filters that will be used on the platform? So, yes. So, that was one part that we were happy about. So, the platform itself was free mm -hmm. and all that was left was your creativity. Yes. To create what you want. Yeah. To create that spark. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. So, after like learning about the platform, how it works, yeah. we went into it and said, okay, let's try this out. Let's, let's try to create an experience based on the art, the streets of Islam art. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we were like, you know, we, we, we've all watched uh, Harry Potter, Star Wars and stuff. And yes. there's, the, there's this particular in Harry Potter, the school. Yes. When they go into the schools, those pictures were like talking and like they yeah. were moving. They I, were I alive. Remember, yep. Like they could converse with them. I'm, sh I'm sure remember that oh i remember it so that kind of helped us we already had an idea like we could actually make this art come to life and yeah. i told guy i know some of your illustration actually have animations yeah so why don't we build experience based on that so the art will come alive when someone tries to activate the experience yes and we're like let's give it a try and i remember we stayed up all night working on that mm. And then I remember waking up, banging on your door, like, yo, yeah. Gaya, come check this out. It works. It works. Yeah. And you came out and we were like, I tested it out and it actually worked. The shock on my face. Yeah. Like, finally, after <laughs> all those trials and errors and failures and money spent, seeing it work was the best morning I had in yeah, 2021. That the, like, that was the most... Like, I like I was sleepy, but all the sleep was gone by then. Like, I was excited. This is yeah. actually this... You know, it's it's different when you see something and you, you, you kind of build the concept in your head, but then when you actually see it working applied, it is like a great feeling. Like that adrenaline rush. Oh, I remember yeah. I didn't sleep from then. We were like, yo, let's, let's, let's post this. Let's, let's post, post this. this. Yeah, we posted it. And when we posted that, oh my goodness, the, the reaction, reactions. the reaction. And I think we, we found something that works and we wrote, Hey, um, I think this is what we, we posted it and said, Hey, imagine pointing your phone to, to a picture and then it comes to life. Oh yeah. You know, something like that. And people are like, Oh my God, what is this? What is this? The, the attention it got I was getting messages and DMs from people from Kenya, Uganda, South Africa, oh, yeah, was, Asia, yeah. in the US. People are like, what is this? Like, that what plans huge. do you have with this? Yes. And, and I, I realized it was something apart from, let's say, we're like here in Tanzania. It was something that not many people are doing globally itself. Yeah. So we were getting reactions all over. Yeah. And that was actually like a really... 
exciting exciting experience oh, oh yes just and from that and it motivated us now to like okay we just posted about this and now we, we should actually work on something oh, like oh yes and that was when the planning and for for the exhibition really began at that time yes and and i and i think the very first task we had in mind was we we did it with one let's create others yeah and since you have been building this series for years mm-hmm. so we we just had to now select okay let's try to build this exhibition experience what are we going to use what art are we going to use and yeah. and it, it all started from there yeah and luckily like as you said as much as i've been doing illustrations i've also been doing animations so from the same experiences of the streets of dar es salaam i also created animations prior uh, i mean during the the process so luckily we had the assets that we needed to create we just needed to select them so we selected a couple we tried them out they worked and we figured hey maybe we should have a bit more i remember the first time we wanted to have like was it 12 yeah, i think like 12 or something i think it was way more than that <laughs> but then i was like yo it takes a bit of time to create all this let's start with a, a number that first of all we we have and there were three i think three extra ones that i made because we thought we really need to have animations for these as yeah, well because we yeah because we the experience was the art coming to life so we needed yeah. to create those animations that brought the experience that the artwork was portraying exactly and and now from that so we're like okay now the art comes to life but at the same time we're like we need to to make it a whole experience it shouldn't just come to life mm-hmm. we should add more factors that spark that experience yeah. so we had to make get the sounds that relate to those experience that yes. took a lot of searching by itself oh yeah and i uh, remember we, we we wanted to add another like special factor in it so we added the original sketch the original sketch yes to add to that as much as i am doing digital art i've always drawn on you know pencil and paper that's always been the thing i've been doing for years and it's literally my foundation uh, as an artist so before you draw something you always have to sketch it out first uh, yes i always have to sketch it out first and something i i don't do as much is i don't draw exactly what i see i will sketch out how i want to portray it and figure out how to add my 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 touches to it you know so let's say if it's it was the the mshkaki the boda boda yeah i did a sketch from what i saw Th- there were four people on the sketch but it was four men oh okay so when i did the final artwork i'm like i need to have some women here yeah so i drew i think it was two women and two men one of the men was driving and one at the back okay so that's how i really go through the process but it all begins on the sketch the okay. sketch is what guides me to what i want to do at the end yeah and I, and, I, and i feel like the sketch really helps people understand the process like this is where it started until yes. what you're seeing right in front of you yes so it kind of ties into the experience that and the sound yes. and it was like uh, it was really great to build such experiences and each artwork itself we created unique experiences in them yeah and yeah so we had to start making all that and we've start to create a series and now planning the exhibition where are we going to do it oh yes i remember that i thought a- i thought the headache would be creating the the the, the illustrations and the animations <laughs> and the yeah. technology but the true headache was actually planning the exhibition oh yeah and and that was the very first thing we wanted to think of was where are we going to do it and how much is it going to cost and us? how much is going <laughs> to cost us more money yeah and i i went i mean we we visited a number of places which they of course they were interested they gave us uh different prices and we came across uh a place called the drum or make it matter they are in the same space so make it matter is a shop that sells uh different products that were made by local artists Ooh, and you you also have some of your products there as well exactly now the drum the drum is a platform that supports artists sort of gives them the space to uh showcase their work and luckily for us we managed to meet with Rebecca who is uh the founder and the owner and 
we pitched to her the idea what we have in mind on the augmented reality. The moment we showed her the augmented reality, like she was so excited. She was like, she's never seen this before as well. Yeah. And it was, it's like, it was an exciting reaction to see. And it is the, I think she was one of the first people we showed. Like, I know there's a number of people, like maybe five of them we showed this because yeah. we needed to pitch the idea in, in trying to get a venue. Yeah. So when we showed her, she was so excited and immediately said, hey, here's my space. You won't have to pay. You, we're just going to use it as a platform to showcase this. Yeah, because yeah, the drum itself, the place, as uh, a creative arts hub, yeah. promoting visual and performing arts in Tanzania. So it's a space to create, connect, and collaborate. Exactly. So she's always helping artists, building a platform for the artists to showcase their work and express themselves in many ways. Oh, so yes. she was willingly and very happy to help and give us her space yes. and say, you can have the exhibition here. What do you need from me? And I can try to help yes. as much as I can. We didn't expect this and we're really happy and grateful for that extremely grateful she she literally sponsored the uh the space to us and anything else that we needed she was willing to support so we were very happy in, in getting her support in it so we finally found the venue we're very happy now we needed to set dates so we had the discussions we figured out the dates we're like okay this is the date we're gonna lock it in and it was now time to prepare and mm. finish up this because we had not finished creating these oh experiences and testing so oh, yeah it takes yeah it takes a while it's not yeah it's not like a one night thing oh, so yeah. it took a lot of time we started like focusing on now creating the artwork what size is it gonna be yeah and seeing what what hurdles we're gonna face like a hurdle we actually faced was we we made the artwork printed it framed it and it was in the normal frame we usually sell the normal prints yeah. and then it usually has a glass yeah it's a it's a fr it's a framed piece with a with a glass yeah. yeah yeah so now we realize that when you try to scan that you know glass is reflective mm -hmm. so sometimes the camera won't recognize the image and the experience was not that great so we needed to now focus on making the experience the best that it can be yeah. so even the size of the image yeah. like if it's too small people won't really experience what we want to show them so mm -hmm. we had to make the artworks bigger yep. the material that we're gonna use yep. so those are kind of like the different hurdles we faced and now we had a deadline because we had an action date which everything had to be ready and oh, done. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we, we put a lot of time and investment and I, uh, to, into finding the right size for the best experience for the augmented reality prints. So when we finally figured out what size and material we're going to use, the type of framing, everything, and we had that ready, now, I mean, including having also the animations and illustrations yeah so once we had all of that ready we needed to print them all and select other uh artworks that i did in the series so we had them all printed all framed and we were ready to go yes yeah so now we, we had the series we had the ar prints themselves and we had already created the experience that we want people to have when they're viewing the exhibition itself so now let's talk about the day before <laughs> literally on the 7th of may i remember setting up putting up all the artworks because actually we did come a couple of weeks i think maybe it was two three weeks before to figure out how we wanted to look etc yeah. but on the day we sat we got there and then we put them up we're like listen we can change things up a bit it yeah. took almost the whole day to figure out a certain look. Yeah, I, I came in, I was like, yeah, we need, we need to change this. Oh, yep, we need to change this. <laughs> we need this. to change this. And I was looking at it and like, when someone walks in, what mm. should they see first? And yeah. how should we make the interaction? And how should they experience all this? Mm -hmm. And how should they get their answers? Like, you know, people have questions while you're experiencing it. So we try to make sure they get all their answers as well when they're experiencing it. Exactly. And this is where our partnership and collaboration it's not just limited to the art and technology. It's spread out through the whole experience. Yeah. Like you are really good at the visual aspect of it. Like in terms of 
the experience of the person coming in. So you yeah. could come in and look at the space and say, hey, maybe we should have this here. I would be really good at the logistics, figuring out yeah. the printing, the material to use, yeah. the logistics of moving them here and yeah, there. So I know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not good in that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we complemented each other and figured out even more about uh, our talents and our our process. In a way, it sort of solidified our collaboration. Even. Yeah, I remember even... Uh, creating the artworks to advertise the exhibition itself. Yeah. So we needed to figure out, okay, how do we explain what they're going to come experience it? <laughs> how do we make a poster? Because you didn't want to make just a poster. Yeah. We needed the poster itself to show like what they're going to see. So mm. that was like something I was like, okay, let's see, let's see. And, and I, I was actually just learning uh, this software called After Effects. Oh, yeah. So Literally, I was like, <laughs> when you were learning about this software, you decided to use it to make the poster yeah. i was bugging you a lot like hey shalwa where's this poster <laughs> yeah i know and uh and yeah so i was like don't worry i have this idea it's uh-huh. gonna work yeah. and i was like shit i just made a promise or something that <laughs> i'm not sure myself how it's gonna apply you know uh late nights figuring stuff out of course and and finally, as usual one morning i don't know why you always finish your stuff in the morning i wake up and you show me the post i'm like yep this is the one this is the one this yeah man one. you know our creativity comes out during the night oh yes that's for sure <laughs> yeah so yeah so we figured out and we cr- sh- the first poster went out because you know we wanted the exhibition to stand out so of course the marketing material has to stand out of on course. its own so and i'm very very happy that you're part of my team <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let me ask you i have how did you feel when we finally completed setting up the exhibition you know we finally finished the design and the look and we i think this was around se- is it 7 p- 6 30 p.m yeah, it was, it was like in the evening seven yeah so we st- we took a step back and looked at it how did you feel in that moment relief <laughs> <laughs> like finally yeah finally i was like man relief but then at the same time you're like okay we're done with all this but now tomorrow we're gonna start another headache like <laughs> I'm never good at public speaking or like interacting with people. I was nervous about that because I was like, okay, what am I going to tell people? I'm, yeah. I'll lose my words midway. Like, so that was another thing. Now I had to like a whole <laughs> night to sleep on and be prepared for. I was super excited because, you know, I enjoy interacting with people and talking to them. The public speaking part, I guess that's another way we compliment <laughs> each other. Yeah. First of all, when I finally saw the visuals on how it looked, we had the lights on and looked at the frame. We took a step back. I was we even so have happy. a picture of that night. We have a picture of that yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. It looked so good. I was excited. And people started like passing by and taking a peek. We had to put a sign there that it's not open yet. You it's know? gonna be open tomorrow. It's gonna be open tomorrow. But I was so excited. Like this is what we were working for all these yeah. all this time. Like a year or so in the making. A year or so in the making. It's just it was just the two of us, but we slowly started getting the team and people interested. The Rebecca and Ali Rem tour, they really helped us in oh, yeah. giving us the motivation and support and to, support to make support and advice. And it was really great seeing that all come come alive. And now we had to, you know, go sleep and <laughs> be prepared for the day of the actual opening. Mm-hmm. And the day comes. Yep. The day of the opening. I remember us getting there early in the morning because it's starting at 10 a.m. We came before 10 a.m. Yeah. It we, was probably 9.45 at the time. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I, I was sleeping. I was like, what if, what if we go there and like some frames have fallen and like i remember you telling me this i'm like shall i just calm down yeah. <laughs> we'll get there we'll figure it out you know I'll, I'll get another frame i'll fix it so we got there we made sure everything is good we yeah. switched on the tv because you made an instruction uh video i actually finished that in the morning in the morning i remember so yeah. we got in the morning switched on the tv make sure everything is good and then we we sat at the cafe yeah waiting and for people to come yeah the waiting began and wow that day was i don't know i don't even know how to explain it i was not expecting all those people to come and i was surprised like it was it was a lot of people there were so many people and actually the first people to show up was actually our parents our parents yes i remember getting a message in the family group like we are on our way this was around 10 something and i was so excited like wow so our parents came and they experienced the exhibition 
they were so proud like yeah that was that was that was a really great moment it was a great moment because i remember that time uh, I was with mom. You were with dad. Yeah. And you were showing the experience and I was showing the experience. And all of them were like, wow, this yeah. is amazing. We're so proud of you guys. And we took yeah. a picture. We have that family picture. Yeah. And we're really happy because they, they, they've actually supported us a lot, especially not everyone has that support when you try to go into the creative industry. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's tough getting the support from like your parents and they kind of understand and they're like okay we, we know it's hard but we like we just told them to like believe in us and yeah. they believed in us and they let us be free and work on on what we're doing and it really yeah. it really helped getting that support yeah and I, we've been getting support from them from i remember since we were kids remember whenever we showed interest in something they would find a way for us to experience it like i remember you you and our youngest Olinga were into music, oh, yeah. and they looked for a music uh, oh, yeah, academy. Yeah, yeah, you know, so they performing they, in weddings and stuff. Performing <laughs> in weddings and stuff, you know. Yeah. So they've always been there for us in supporting our interests. When yeah. I got into art, I remember they they would be the ones to to get the paints and anything I needed to to draw. You know, yeah. So they really played a huge part into where we are right now. Extremely, and them yes. them being there, seeing the, the exhibition, yeah. the first ones there, and seeing the exhibition and experiencing it, it was a proud moment for us as well. Like, hey, yeah. the work, all the everything you've done for us, this is it. Yeah, this is yeah. I mean, not this is, this is like, this is one thing. Like, they were so happy and we were so happy. We had such an amazing moment. Yeah. And then friends started showing up. Friends, friends are- started showing up and like, we got a really huge support. I didn't expect a lot of people to come in. A lot of people showed up. Yeah. Everyone was surprised. Everyone was like, yo, this is so many people. Like, how do you know all these people? I'm like, I do not know all these people. <laughs> I know. And I think uh, social media played a huge role because yeah. we've really been engaging a lot of people on social media from the moment we started experimenting yeah. with this. So people saw uh, that we're organizing an, an exhibition and we posted the dates and they just showed up. Yeah, so apart from showing up, the people's experiences, to see the people's reaction, it was all worth it. We sold our hard work and like, it was all worth it. Somewhere surprised, like inquisitive. You could see the biggest smile, like they're witnessing all this and they're like, how does this work? You know, witnessing art and technology coming together. You know, usually people see them as separate things. Yeah. But together, you can actually like make more. Yes. With technology, it's like you add a whole new canvas into like the art itself, and you're able to express your art in so many different ways. And so it was a really, really great. My one of my favorite reactions was uh, there was a kid who came with his mom, and the mom. We showed the mom how to activate the the augmented reality, and when she showed her kid. The kid just grabbed her phone and started running around to look for other. Like, he was so excited running around. I was just sitting there looking at the kid and I'm like, wow. Yeah, like, it was really interesting. People came with their parents. I was really happy to see my nephews and nieces, like my sisters. And like, it was really great. I really enjoyed having everyone there and seeing their surpriseness and their like their happiness you know and and we got so many questions so many yeah so i tried escaping them and (laughs) letting gaira answer all those questions but then when it came to the technology questions gaira was always like yeah that guy over there is gonna answer that question so now i had to face all these people (laughs) and have to like now explain everything i remember the first day we were supposed to close at around eight Oh yeah, but we, we did not close around peep, eight. We did not close at eight. We closed at probably what, around ten. Yeah, it was like ten. Even more people started showing up in the evening. Now at that time we're both exhausted, but I I still had a bit of energy to talk. But you were there, like oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like wow. So whenever someone asks me about technology, it's like him over there. He yeah. will he will explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, but that was and really it was cool. really it was really great and. Yeah, it was really great, and I got to. Well, I guess my shyness was <laughs> had to go. Yeah, and I had to. You got uh, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I got out of my comfort zone, and it really, it was a really great experience. Yeah. So day one was a huge hit. Very yeah, many people very, came. Very and, many people came. Yes. And in fact, I remember the people who came on day one. 
told us like, hey, I'm going to bring my parents, my friends, they need to experience this. And so many people posted on social media. And I remember even the more days that went, whenever people came, we asked them, hey, where did you hear about this? Like, I saw this everywhere on my social media, people's Instagram stories, WhatsApp. And I was like, how are these artworks moving? I had to come find out. I remember someone was uh, arguing with someone who posted. Someone was like, nah, you're lying to us. And this person was like, no, this is real. Like, you should come to the exhibition and see it for yourself. A lot of people came. People we never even expected to come. Like, Nancy Sumari. Kingo. Kingo, yes. The the, 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 the artist who draws the Kingo comics. I was was shocked when I saw him. I'm like, what? He came? His name is uh, James. And we, so many people came and because of the attention it was getting, it was very, a very organic type organic of growth. growth. Yes. And all these people coming and like appreciating the work. And, yeah. and of course, the prints were also available for sale. They still are. Yes. We even got interviews like yes. media like approached that they're like, we need to do an Did interview. Did you ever imagine doing an interview oh. from the exhibition because <laughs> i know imagine this is probably like your worst nightmare yeah. <laughs> i did an interview yeah i didn't want to look at it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this got so much attention that the media wanted to cover it we had someone from the citizen uh who came we had yeah. someone from the east african who came and uh, asked, asked us a few questions, did an interview. We had someone from the China Global uh, Television Network. Yes. We did a video that's up on their Facebook page. So, yeah. and we are still getting requests for uh, interviews and people just wanting to know more about the exhibition. We're also still getting questions that, hey, is the exhibition still on? You know? Yeah, and it, it was a really interesting conversation because uh, we, we were showcasing the merger, the collaboration between art and technology, like yeah. showing how art is transforming and becoming part of this digital age. Oh, like yeah. we're getting into this digital era and how everything like is supporting and helping each other, how one part is enhancing the other part because it's all like different tools of expression and storytelling oh yes yeah so it was really really great to share that with everyone and i remember one one question we got a lot were like are you guys from tanzania (laughs) yeah like yeah everyone was surprised that these guys are locals and like where did you learn on this and i was like this all is available online like available online this is available online on youtube you just have to like search and look for it and Mm -hmm. it was so interesting and a lot of people were asking how did you guys do this how can they learn like the digital art the technology itself and it was really great sharing the knowledge with others and i can't wait to see what they'll do with the knowledge as well yeah so the last day comes that is the 18th of may that's a tuesday yeah how how did you feel on the day like you wake up in the morning like yeah this is the last day i'm guessing you felt relief because oh my (laughs) god finally i don't have to talk so much yeah like well (laughs) (laughs) excitement relief of course i was like yeah finally after this we can sleep tomorrow i know right (laughs) that whole exhibition week the lack of sleep we got it it was exhausting but exciting i i you don't feel tired then like when you're there you're actually excited and like i appreciate everyone taking their time even after closing everyone was asking like oh i missed this oh people weren't out of town yeah so this is something that uh, they wanted more of they wanted more of and it's yeah. something we're looking into like having more of these experiences experiences and more, to share more with people of course so how I felt on the last day the last day for me I also felt relief because I was exhausted you know yeah. because we did learn quite a bit during the exhibition because oh, it yeah. was literally our first exhibition that we organized and managed i feel like yeah i feel like we learned a lot through the exhibition through the exhibition there was so much that we learned so we had a lot of things to fix here and there a lot of uh people to interact with the orders taking in you know there's the business aspect of it people were placing orders for the prints uh people wanted to know where the merchandise are because we also displayed the merchandise yeah in the exhibition just to showcase that hey the streets of dar salaam is this and this and this is what it's about so 
there's a lot we learned during the process. A lot of people with advice and so much that we will use for the next experience. Yeah. So I felt a huge sense of relief that it's the last day and I was so happy and proud for the both of us and everyone involved in the team. Um, I couldn't wait to finally sleep. <laughs> I couldn't wait to wake up the next day and not really think of, you know, uh, maybe that frame is okay, you know, because I also thought of that. Yeah, we had a lot of questions and one question that everyone kept asking is, so what, what is next? next? What mm. are you guys doing after this? And imagine at that time, we're so exhausted. In my mind, I was like, what's next? Well, I need to sleep first. <laughs> yeah. Next <laughs> is amazing sleep. Yeah, we were like, nah, yeah. Next, we, we need to get some rest first. Yeah. That's what we're thinking about. We have a lot of things planned on doing together. Yeah. And we've started this collaboration like yeah. way back. Like we collaborated on my photography skills and your illustration. Yeah. We've made a, we made a game. We made a game. Part of our exploration, which led to the exhibition itself. Cause when we were trying out the Facebook filters and all that, we, we actually made a game. We've made some filters based on another series itself. Yep. So we've already had this build up on like, we kind of have a direction on where we want to go. Yes. And yeah, and Gaira can build up from that, but... Of course. So what we want to do is continue creating experiences, number one, and we're going to tell stories. And we're going to use different mediums and tools to tell these stories and integrate technology to enhance these experiences. Yeah, so like we grew up playing all these games and stuff, and one thing mm. we noticed is uh, the local the local stories are not out there like they haven't been adapted to this new yes. technology and we made like a simple game based off the streets of the islam itself exactly. and uh the exhibition itself is based off the experiences of the streets of the islam so we want to be able to build yes. more than that like we want to continue telling our local narratives using these different mediums. The the video games that we've experienced, the comic books, the animations, the augmented reality, virtual reality. So we're going to continue using our talents and hopefully, who knows, work with other creatives as well in creating stories inspired by the local um whether it's history, it can be stuff that's happening right now, but we can also look at, explore the history, let's say the history yeah. of Islam, yeah, and come up with stories based on that. So really, that's the direction we want to go into. Yeah. And since we're, we're all in the digital space, so we're bringing our African and African stories and narratives and histories yeah. into the digital era through different modes of experiences and expressions like games uh, illustrations animations yes and ar experiences and virtual experiences as well so that's the direction that we're going to like digital evolution of course like and, and i know our answer is not very direct like we're going to do an exhibition on this year of course we have things in planned and we are going to definitely announce them once we've locked them in it, it's all part of our pipeline and the direction that we've already set yeah but we are definitely going to do more exhibitions yeah it will be based on streets of Salaam, but also we are going to have a this type of exhibitions telling other stories as well we will develop games we will create animations and so much more content mostly inspired by the local context yeah we'll try to find ways to keep you updated follow us on our social media gaira has uh, his instagram page yep. at gaira underscore mandara or you yep. can follow his comic page which is gaira m comics yeah you can follow the streets of the islam itself for yep. updates on the streets of the islam and my personal page yeah is at shalua mandara yes on that note there's some questions that people asked us on Twitter yeah. that I can read, most of which we've answered in this podcast, but there's a couple that I saw that we, we can talk about. One, how is it like working with your sibling? Like, the moment I saw this one, I, I started laughing. That's actually a question that a lot of people asked. Like, you guys are brothers. How, how, how are you guys able to work together? I know, right? Yeah, well, they should know. Like, we, we do have uh, disagreements. Of course, of course. <laughs> but I think uh, 
we all get excited with the creative process and and that always like ties us together so we have that that binding us together we all kind of understand and and go are going to the same direction we have the same direction and thought process so that really helps yeah. make our relationship stronger and uh yeah yeah and to- also i guess growing up together playing games together so we, we kind of know like kind of know like okay, what buttons not to press i know right <laughs> so how how it's like working with your sibling it's amazing you know yeah, it's, it's it's yeah it's really since, great. It, since it's it's something we've been doing since we were kids playing video games and all that it's always been fun in uh just collaborating and working together in that aspect and since then to this day it's still fun i guess it's because we grew up doing all these different things yeah it's translated into us working together and that's yeah. always fun so another question that I think we also faced as kind of a challenge during the exhibition was why iPhone only? Yeah, so I can touch up on that. Mm. For most iPhones, the experience was seamless and they didn't really have any trouble. Mm. Most of it, mo- most of the people with iPhones who had trouble, they just had to update their Instagram app. Yeah. So as you know, the augmented reality, the technology itself is new yeah and there is a lot of uh, devices which are not compatible with it which is uh it was sad but it's something that uh hopefully they'll make it possible later on and yeah to some devices which they don't have the capability which most androids depending on the type of android it was yeah uh we're facing a lot of difficulties so there are some androids which which worked which worked and they had the experiences but the majority of them were facing a lot of difficulties which hopefully uh on my end i can say it's something we can work on on making experiences that are inclusive but the specific experience that we worked on itself was using some i can say more more new technology which most is mostly available on like flagship devices Mm but so hopefully in the upcoming maybe updates they'll make it more compatible with more devices of course yeah and it's not like it's only iphone there's a few android devices that the experience worked on it's just that uh there were more of the android devices that it didn't work on yeah so hopefully that is stuff that the future in the future the technology itself can be much easily applied to yeah because it's complex and needs like a lot of processing power and all that yeah so hopefully it's something that as the technology gets better yeah it will be applicable in every device yeah so looking forward to the future yeah looking forward to the future okay so yeah we would like to thank all who managed to attend the Streets of Dar es Salaam Air Exhibition. Mm-hmm. It was really amazing sharing this experience with you all and showcasing oh, yeah. the magic that is AR from the collaboration between arts and technology. Mm-hmm. We appreciate all the support, shares, which were so many, oh, yes. and the orders that were made during the period and still happening till till this time. Yeah. There is more to come in the future that we cannot wait to share with you all. Yes. Thank you so much. And and special shout outs to Rebecca uh, oh, from yes. The Drum and Make It Matter yes. for making it happen and sponsoring her space and time and, and advice in helping us bringing this exhibition yeah, to, we, to life. We really appreciate the support that she has given and she's still giving us and yeah we're really thankful for that yes and another special shout out to Ali Remtula for also supporting us with the Streets of Dar es Salaam brand also using his networks to bring in more people and he himself coming and experiencing the exhibition there's a lot of advice and ideas that we've shared to to make this happen Um, another shout out to Shalua I mean to you (laughs) for you know i wouldn't be able to do this alone of course 
and this collaboration between the art and technology wouldn't have happened without <laughs> so shout out to each other shout out to each other you <laughs> know we needed we needed each other to to make this work to make this happen we couldn't yeah. do we, i couldn't do it without you yeah and uh, honestly yeah uh, and and just everyone and everyone who just came through and showed their supports and shares we see everything and we appreciate and to anyone who we haven't gotten to replying like i made yeah. sure i replied like everyone who shared i made sure i yeah. replied thank you for coming thank you for coming so like we really appreciate that and we can't wait to share more of these experiences together oh for sure thank you so much thank you